Well, here it goes. Uh, it is currently 3 a.m., and I have had the realization that in order to understand Jane's story, there's a bit about me that you have to know first. And I figure, seeing as I'm not going to sleep tonight anyway, I might as well just put it all out there. I've known her for a bit longer than I've known the others, and let's just say the interactions haven't always been too friendly. I guess I should probably start this out by talking about how I got here. You know, I, I wasn't always a government agent. In fact, I was a pretty strong non-believer in the supernatural. It always seemed so far away and so easy to dismiss that I always just seemed to do just that. Dismiss it. I barely even believed in ghosts, let alone vampires and demons. I was never even a religious person. I was a pretty average guy, really. I got good grades, had normal friends, and I lived in a great big suburbia. In other words, I was boring. <laughs> My dream job was always being a lawyer. A defense attorney, specifically. Prosecution always seemed a little bit brutal. For some reason, I always thought it would be worse to put an innocent person in prison than to let a maniac go free. I don't know why. I went to law school, got pretty average grades, passed all my classes, and went to shoot my shot as an actual lawyer. I wasn't terrible, I just wasn't fantastic, you know? I worked at a boring law firm full of boring people debating over boring crimes. See, the thing they don't tell you about being a lawyer is that the majority of your job is paperwork, checking precedents, Analyzing other cases with similar situations and finding the tiny loopholes that could possibly help your client out. Also, criminals are not nearly as exciting as you think they are. I took so many cases of trespassing on private property, I don't think I could count them up if I tried. It wasn't until my first time doing pro bono work that I first ran into a real case. Armed robbery. A homeless person had been accused of sticking up a convenience store, but they continued to insist that they were innocent. Not many people believed them. I did. <laughs> they seemed very... Uh, earnest. I couldn't help but trust them. Their name was Quinn Thomas. They were the first vampire I ever met. When I first met them, they were extremely frightened. They wanted to get out at any cost. But they knew that even if they could, they would not be able to get far because it was the daytime. They were panicking, and they told me that I had to help them. I told them that was what I was there for. On an unprofessional note, they were gorgeous. Their hair was matted and dirty, and yet they somehow looked like... like a model. I, I couldn't describe it then, I can't describe it now. They looked like they wanted to trust me, but they knew that they couldn't. They said that they didn't commit armed robbery because they didn't have any reason to. There was nothing that they needed money for, and the police couldn't even find the stolen money anywhere on them. It seemed like the only reason they were arrested was because the convenience store guy ID'd them as the robber. I said I believed them, but it looked like they weren't too sure. It feels weird talking about them like this. They weren't some frightened, cornered puppy. They were so much more than that. I, I met them on a bad day, to say the least. They told me that they couldn't go to court, and that they would not. They were a bit aggressive, and I started to get nervous. We talked for a bit more, but I quickly realized that I wasn't going to get anywhere. They were too frantic. I had to come back some other time. So I went back to the firm to read up on the police report and the statement made by the store owner. That night, 
they escaped. It was strange. They didn't seem like the kind of person with the power to escape from their cell, but they did it. And not only did they escape, their cell door had been pried off its hinges, and they had taken out almost all of the guards nearby without killing a single one of them. I was unnerved by the thought, but I didn't let that get in the way of doing my job. I went back to the firm and helped out a co-worker, seeing as I was temporarily free. About a week went by without any sign of Quinn, and I started to think they were gone for good, that they had escaped the law successfully, and to be honest, I was kind of impressed. That was when they showed up in my apartment. <laughs> I reacted the same way that any human in a horror movie reacts to a tall, muscular vampire in their living room. I backed up into the wall and started stuttering, and, uh, what are you doing here? <laughs> You know, I was terrified, and I had every right to be. There was a vampire in my house. They looked me in the eyes, and they said, Were you really going to help me back there? I said, Yes, of course I was going to help you, or something like that. And then they rushed at me very, very quickly, which in hindsight was really mean of them. And they grabbed me by the shoulders, and they said, All right then, help me. They revealed to me that they were a vampire, and I did not believe it at first. But they, you know, they gave me the proof that I needed. It was very frightening, and I was kind of having my mind blown, but they were acting like everything was so normal. I asked them why they came to me, and they said that they had nowhere else to go. Like, literally nowhere else to go. They went to some lawyer who they met in prison, or jail. I am so happy that they did. <laughs> As it turns out, they were being hunted by a pack of werewolves. Uh, some werewolves would do this. They would hunt vampires for sport. They liked to play in that movie cliche that... Werewolves and vampires were natural enemies, and they weren't all bad, by any means. This is not a reflection on all werewolves as a species, it's just some that like to give in to that primal instinct. And, and there were bad vampires too, just like human beings. But this particular pack of werewolves were hunting Quinn. And Quinn had come to a human being for protection. Apparently this pack, um didn't like attacking humans because they thought that it made them better people to attack vampires because vampires were inherently evil, which I don't know where they got that from, but it was something that they thought. To make a, a very, very long story short, I accepted and started living with this vampire. Um... <laughs> There is a lot of ways I could describe Quinn. Um, kind, funny, obnoxious, uh, <laughs> but I, I don't know if I would do them justice with any description. They were the first person that I ever fell in love with. And um, as of right now, the last person I ever fell in love with. It took a while for me to fall in love with them. It wasn't right at the beginning. You know, we lived together for, like, around five years. I started having 
feelings for them around the six-month mark. It was weird to fall in love with them. They were so much superior in every way. I, I felt uh, small, um, dumb. I, I don't know. I guess I had always felt like I was a somewhat intelligent person, but they had lived so long and done so much. I just, I couldn't help but feel a little inferior. But it didn't, it, I didn't blame them for that. I, I don't know. I didn't blame them for anything. They revealed to me uh, pretty soon into our relationship that they had a daughter of sorts, that they had sired another vampire, which means when you turn a human into a vampire, you know, a young girl in the 1840s, Jane. Um, we never got along, you know? Uh, Jane was not a quote-unquote good vampire at that point. She was a bloodthirsty m murderer. I <laughs> I hate referring to her that way, but that's what she was. Um, while Quinn and I were living together, she never attacked me because she knew I was keeping the werewolves away. Um, but she definitely, definitely didn't like me. And the feeling was mutual at the time. We both loved Quinn, though, and that's all that really mattered. It was impossible not to love Quinn. The SOSS didn't find me, so to speak. It found Quinn. The security footage from the night that Quinn escaped, well, it, it, it made it pretty clear that Quinn was not exactly human. And the SOSS knew, at that point, that they were a vampire, based on certain behaviors. Um, so in finding Quinn, they found me. And upon realization that I was a human, they decided to hire me. Um, Quinn was the first supernatural that I had to take care of, although we had been taking care of each other for uh, about three years then. So, you know, I, I thought I was going to be able to protect Quinn, but I was leaving the house a lot more often, and I wasn't going to the firm. So I guess the, um... Pack thought that that meant that we were breaking up. Um, so. They, um, they attacked my house. And tore everything up. And killed Quinn. Um. I'm, um, I'm sorry about that. I stopped recording, uh, because I was having a little bit of a meltdown, uh, and I didn't really think you guys needed to hear that. Uh. Quinn had a mission while they were alive to turn Jane over to the hardworking, good, non-murdering vampire side, and I, I felt like I owed it to them to, uh, finish that mission for them. I guess I'll tell the rest of that story, uh, next time. But I don't like bringing up Quinn in front of Jane. She gets kinda emotional about it. And that's completely understandable. She know, knew them for so much longer than I did. 
God, sorry for being all over the place. I, I'm very tired. It's very late, or early, however you want to see it. Stay safe out there. Good night. <laughs>